and we're back. Thought we'd, uh, since it's Pride Month, we'd talk a little bit about LGBTQ type ideas. LGBTQ plus AI <laughs> JK Elemental <laughs> Yes. But we don't really want to discuss this kind of stuff, really, because we're. Uh, Christian. Well, I mean, not that. Even. And it is least for me. Well, I just said, I just really don't want to give it any energy. Oh. Because I feel like there's already enough energy, like, behind it already. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even really want to give energy to it. There's and there's certain things, certain things we don't even want to talk about because we don't want to give it energy. There's enough asses being raped out there. <laughs> we don't have to worry about this. Yeah, as long as it's our, our sweet asses, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, nevertheless, we digress. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what we really want to talk about here is that being gay is not genuine. It's not genuine, it's not Christian, it's not cool. Although it's being kind of made to look cool, though. Actually, I'm just saying that based from my own perspective, it's probably looked at as the coolest shit ever. Yeah, the narrative of it has totally shifted in our culture. With what this culture is doing and making apparent... Well, it really, it, all it is, though, is it's all a bunch of smoke and mirrors, though. Because the LGBTQ plus AI GLMNO key <laughs> community is really, like, hyping it, over-sensationalizing it. And that's what's making, it's giving its, like, allure to the people. That's how they're, like, prompting and promoting it and and then- as cool as, like, hip. And the justification is is the right. Yeah, and it is. Uh It gives everybody their free will to be a freak. Yeah. so desire. Yeah. Uh, And maybe, unfortunately, for some, we have that freedom. You can be a freak if you want. God allows you to be freaky. Thou shalt be freaky. (laughs) Well, thou shalt not be freaky, but thou shalt if you kind of want to. I wasn't talking about God. I was talking about hearing our government and whatnot, but you're right. Well, the government... You can be a freak to God or he doesn't care if you're a freak or whatever either. What? Oh, I think that God does care. I don't think that God is for, like, people being freaky. God's for people being holy. Amen. Freaky is, like, horny. It's uh, like... It's, uh, now they call it horny because it's devilish. Yeah, yeah they, it's... 
But think about it. They call it horny because it's devilish. The devil horns. The horns. Yeah. Horns. Uh-huh. The devil. Fuck, dude. That's why it says we're reading in Jude uh, in our sermon last, uh, the other day, Sunday, and talking about Jude, it says that people will be going after strange flesh and uh, they will be sexually immoral and these people shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. But this all ties into the freakiness. The LGBTQ plus community is going after strange flesh. Unfortunately, I believe Jude is talking about this. Talking about this as being a problem in the last days. That this is going to be People are going to be doing this very prevalently because why? It's becoming popular. And all this this Pride Month is all to make it more normal. And well, for me, it's because these people need something to run to and that's in their face every day. Well, it's also and, liberating, too, in the sense, Riley, that people are then able to, like, be a freak and then get noticed and get attention and that's really what it's all about well what I'm saying is the contrary to that would be being a Christian and believing or not yeah and not giving into that yeah yeah exactly and and uh but once again that's not popular (laughs) that's not ever going to be popular because the bible clearly says that the Bible is not of this world. Like, the world hates that. The world will always hate it. They've always hated it. It's not anything new under the sun in today's day and age either. Fuck, I don't know about you, but I feel good that I'm a minority. No, this is the one thing you want to be a minority in, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I watch all the other people, like, use this as kind of like a way to... You know, in my opinion, being gay is just, in today's day and age, is just like a way to get attention. It's just like, oh, that guy's gay. Well, I always said that. She's gay. I always said that being gay, no matter if you're a woman or man, is a cop out. Yeah. It's a cop out because you don't want to deal with. Everything that comes with the opposite sex. Or, or maybe don't feel wanted enough. Yeah. By the opposite sex. That's a good point. I like that right there. Yeah, that could be, it could be a problem. You know, and like for whatever reason. Like and it, for a gay man, he, the yeah. only thing that could invigorate him and... Make him feel like being as good is another gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, I think there is people that are definitely genuinely gay. Who's also going to burn it out? Unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. But it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, I don't think that your genuineness of being gay like matters in the eyes of God. Unfortunately, it, it does not. 
It's like people will say, like the Christian community will say, like, oh well, being gay is like all those people are they're very sexually immoral with multiple partners and stuff, well, and that's why they, they get AIDS. Well, they do, but then you have the people who are the exception, where there's like, oh, they're in a marriage relationship where they're not sleeping around or anything. They're in a solid relationship, same sex. Yeah, monogamous same sex relationship. Yeah, and so it's like, but it doesn't matter in the eyes of God. It's still sin. It's still, like Jude says, strange flesh, going after strange flesh. <laughs> it's still a sin. And these people shall not inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's <laughs> right. right. But, like in Romans, it's just, unfortunately, we have to go into the Bible because the Bible is the antithesis to the LGBTQ+. It's the, LGBTQ+, is the, synth- is the thesis... Christianity is the antithesis here and when we look at this from a sociological standpoint, you know, of social science. <laughs> Hegelian dialectics in play, you know. What do you mean? Well, it's a dialectic. I mean, we have here, we have a good and a bad. The good is trying to obviously be the, you know, in my opinion, the good is God. You know, in like his way, but that's in our culture that's being promoted as the antithesis of this dialectic that we have imposed upon our culture and society now. Yeah, because before being gay was just kind of like underground. You know, like when I grew up, it was just like sure to stay that way. But they couldn't do that because the beast wants. People well, gay. What does a man do what they want to do? Leading to an end in. Well, yeah, it's leading to a Sodom and Gomorrah type fucking. For them, I society. I don't think it's gonna be the end that's better. No, it's not, because everything man tries to do usually, like doesn't work out (laughs) you know what I mean it's just like people have always tried to rule the world or whatever and just it never works just it always fails with the best intentions and most strategic plans and and that's why and that's randomness that's why this world is so random yep and that's also why I'm not too worried about your podcast place. <laughs> you just don't know. It's all random. It is. You just keep on just overcoming. You keep yeah. on... Put yourself out there. Yeah. Maybe something will happen one day. You never know. You just don't. But until then... Talking about uh, how being gay is a trending thing uh, in our society and culture. Is it really genuine or is it a desperate plea for attention and from others? Just like the guy driving down the street with an obnoxious car, truck, motorcycle. For people who go for the trend and call them trend hogs. <laughs> trend hogs? An ANC lingo terminology. Uh-huh. Yeah, because ultimately, we're just doing what we want to do here on ANC. Yeah. 
We don't care about the views. We're still going to be back here talking. You don't have to listen. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe more people would want to listen if they knew about what about us. I don't know. Yeah, when I to tell somebody. <laughs> Reach out. Reach out and touch someone. <laughs> uh-huh. Just not inappropriately. <laughs> Manipulation. I feel like any topic that is directed in that direction is going to be received as offense and you're going to deal with defense. <laughs> You're going to be on the defensive. Uh. Well, I'm just saying that what we're talking about in our last gay-orientated uh-huh. podcast, we were talking about how this is of the beast and the beast is trying to promote this. Yeah. Trying to promote this way of life. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's not like we're necessarily like condemning these people. I mean, obviously, from a Christian standpoint, from a theological Christian standpoint, these people are damned. Yeah. If they continue, they don't turn from this. Yeah. Repent. Repent of it and turn from it. Um, But what we're really trying to pinpoint here and bring to light um, about this whole situation is that the beast wants to promote this and you know we're just saying that we're really like talking about them we're trying to target the beast and that these people are victims kind of of this forcing this is like kind of the mark of the beast almost in a way. It's like it's forcing people to think and act accordingly to being gay. And that's why they instituted this month dedicated to this. Uh, and this is being like done all over the world, by the way. This isn't just done in America. It's a, it's a, gay, it's a gay month ev- all over the world. And that's what the beast does. It force, enforces everybody all over the world to think and act accordingly. It's just the slow incremental beginning of like things you know like them enforcing a certain code everywhere yeah. and so it's not an attack that we're trying to bring to light on the LGBTQ plus community and those people are trying to necessarily like talk down upon them we're just saying that hey this is happening for a reason just 
don't be, you know, ignorant of the allure of what it's trying to do. How it's, the effect it's trying to have. Because this is a dialectic that we're, it's in play here where this is the thesis that's trying to be established. This is the good. The antithesis is Christianity. You know, oh, people will think that way they're bigots, they're racist, you know? They're anti-gay. Anti-LGBTQ. No. You have your free will to do that. I'm, As a Christian, I'm giving you your free will. I believe that that's going to be punished by death of hell. Like, or you're deleted from existence forever. Yeah. You follow that kind of a path. Like what it says in Jude. Hey, hey, that makes me think of something when you said latent from history. That kind of makes me think everyone is dead unless they go to heaven. Yeah, unless you're a part of the first resurrection or you're re-resurrected after the book of life is opened and those names who are written in the book of life are reborn, re-resurrected somehow, in some way, maybe through the offspring of the 144,000 or, uh, you know, the first resurrection, I don't know. And then everybody's names who wasn't written in the book of life is just deleted. Like, they're not given a chance to, like, eat, live and evolve forever in the universe. Because the enemy, what he wants to do is he wants to promote everything that's anti-God. God wants a relationship of man and a woman. He doesn't want a relationship of man and a transgender. Not Adam and Steve. It's not Adam and Steve or Stephen or <laughs> Stephanie or something or <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> it's not that either, you know. It's like the trans thing. That's not of God. Like you can't procreate. You can't multiply that way. Yeah. You know, and so and it's just like, that should not be a reason for not. Putting on a dress every day. Yeah. You should not want to do that anyways. There's something going on with you because you want that. Well, I think that that's all a part of the mark of the beast from the false prophet Hollywood. Hollywood over-sexualizing... Uh, their entertainment, where people are, have become confused about their sexual orientation, you know, through movies and TV shows, pornography, all that kind of stuff, has swayed the how people, you know, their sexual orientation, you know, and I believe that's all part of the mark of the beast. It's supposed to confuse people, and now people are seriously confused, and now it's like we're. It, it's celebrated to be confused, you know, kind of like gives liberation to confusion. <laughs> like that's what this is all about. This month is of like a liberation of confusion. Uh-huh. I'm almost like, I think what we should call the liber- liberation confusion. It's kind of like what's going on this month. I feel like it's like people are like liberated, but really they're just confused, you know, because they've been overly sexually stimulated uh, intentionally. How about 
Liberation edition. Liberation what? Edition. Liberation edition? Yeah. Like E D T I O N? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about <laughs> no, I like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Liberation Edition? Liberation Edition or Liberation Confusion? What do you think? I feel like there's still another option. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I can see that as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome back to another ANC Anarchist Church of Christ. Sermon, another service here. Hallelujah. <laughs> Got some more provocative thoughts to bring to the table here. Like Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson just passed away. Who's Pat? So, Pat Robertson was an evangelical Christian. He was kind of like one of the well what are these people really when they profess to be Christians but crazy wish happens like this <laughs> well Pat Robertson was a prominent evangelical yeah he ran for president uh, uh, he didn't win obviously uh huh but what he did is he switched the narrative in our society and culture in that he kind of prompted Christians to start kind of paying allegiance to the Republican Party. He was kind of the guy who, with his running uh, for president, like kind of changed the narrative for Christians to start being pro uh, Republican Party, so to speak, I guess. Like, kind of channeling Christianity into that direction. Well, how are we describing the Republican Party as bad or good or what? Well, I mean, I think that my personal opinion is in regards to this is that I think Christians shouldn't be involved in politics like church and state should be separate yeah and see this is what happened with Pat Robertson is that he started to bleed the two together yeah he really did and I think this is kind of the thing that should not be because the Bible says that Christians should be, in my opinion, anarchist. 
Yeah, they should be like against the government because the government is the beast. Yeah. Government is the beast, and it's we're not against people. Once again, like we're talking about in the last episode, we're not against LGBTQ people. They're free to do what they want. They're free in the eyes of God to live their lives however they want. I'm just questioning whether or not it's genuine or not. The fact of the matter is, is that we're not hating on these people. We're just saying that what they're a part of is, has an agenda behind it. You know what I mean? And it's to get as many people on board as possible. And it's the same thing with the beast, the government. It's like, the government is just trying to control everything as much as it can. And it's trying, and... We're not against the people of the government. We're against the system itself. They want that snowball effect. Yeah. They want to have that capability, you know, to... Manipulate. Yeah, manipulate on a grand scale of things. And it's like, that's why we're trying to say, like, trying to bring air on the side of, of caution here. You know what I mean? Is what we're saying here. Don't be finagled and... You know, bedazzled. The, yeah, bedazzled, deceived, tempted, whatever you want to call it. You know, like we're just trying to bring this to light that this is taking place, and and I think it's bad that Christians have you know got so involved in the Republican Party because th- this is ultimately what we're kind of trying to bring to light more than anything here is Trumpism. What Trumpism? Well, Trumpism is just the sensational of Donald Trump within the evangelical right wing fundamentalist Christian uh, demographic are you saying uh, for Trump I'm not saying I mean I don't know I mean I'm just saying uh-huh. I, and I'm saying they're not not for Trump I don't know I'd much rather see Donald Trump as president, and I would another round of Joe Biden. Yeah, fuck. I mean, that's what I'm saying. What's the lesser of the evils here? But, I mean, ultimately, I'm not for the Republican Party either because I don't think that we should even be mingling in politics. Like, I hate to say it. And this is where the Jehovah's Witnesses take a stand as well. Jehovah's Witnesses do not get involved in politics. They do not vote because they believe it's the beast. And a lot of people look at this and they'd be like, oh, dude, Jehovah's Witnesses are crazy. Like, why aren't you vote? Yeah. You know, just like because yeah. they believe it's the last days and that the government is the problem. You know what I mean? It's yeah. and so I mean I'm not trying to advocate Jehovah's Witnesses here either, but uh-huh. I'm just really saying that this is their perspective as well. Um, and I feel there's some kind of le- legitimacy to like their stance on this. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take a stand against the beast, and I feel like we, like, at least I did, I feel like, in the coronavirus, you know, I I took a stand against its manipulation of trying to enforce me to think and act accordingly to the mandates, and get get vaccinated, get the jab, and it's just like, I overcame that, I was just like, no, like, I did not take the mark of the beast, like, I did not, like, I was not persuaded or deceived. Me too. Yeah, and so, I mean, I just feel like... But this is the kind of... You never know what the beast is going to be up to or what it's going to require or its next step or its next plan, you know, of action that it's going to try to enforce, you know, whether it be coronaviruses or whatever, 
You know, I just <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, alien invasion. Um, ultimately, though, what we're trying to say is that, you know, the beast is, is a real entity here. And I just don't believe that real Christians should be following suit into, you know, this, you know, this Republican intimidation. Well, intimidation or just deception, you know, like of yeah, like I was saying, like getting involved into politics, kind of assumption. Yeah. Assumption. Yeah. New word. Is that word nominated? Assumption. 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 Um, I don't know. If assumption is a word. Uh-huh. Assumption. What assumption mean? What you just saying a minute ago? Uh, well, I was talking about the beast. Yeah. And how. Pat Robertson is kind of his whole thing is made Christians, you know, join the Republican Party. Oh, that's it. Republican and Christian. Assumption. Assumption? Yeah. Okay. Assumption. Maybe assumption. What's that? Maybe subption. Subption? Yeah. Subption? Yeah. Subption. Different? It's a different kind of word. Sounds like a Japanese name, like subption. Yeah. Subption? Something in Karate Kid or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> We're uh, getting a little off course. Uh-huh. I wonder how many people know much Miyagi is. I don't know. Sort of famous? Maybe in a bygone. Bygone era. <laughs> uh, yeah, gone with the wind. That is two months of fame or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, Pat Robertson responsible for causing Christians to get involved in politics, especially in the Republican Party, and now we have Donald Trumpism. It's ultimately what we're trying to bring to light, you know, and just like, do we really want to, as Christians, do we really want to be involved in, in the politics? Do we really want to be behind Donald Trump, even well, though does we anybody, know what he's about? Does anybody know if Donald Trump is a Real Christian or just a professed Christian? Another Blake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Well, I, mean, I don't really know. I mean, it, nobody really knows how to really would that to justify that whether or not he were is or not. I mean, to me, it seems more like a profess, but. I don't want to be judgmental of him. <laughs> uh, Even though there's a lot of evidence to, that's been brought to light with the incriminate his character. <laughs> I don't know. I, all I know is that the scriptures say that narrow is the gate and few are of them who find it. So... Narrow is the gate to heaven. And it's just like, I don't think too many people are going to make the cut. We might not even be on the list either. Dude. Yeah. We don't really know. <laughs> I know it, but I'm going to try anyways because it makes me live better. Yeah, and that's the idea of kind of what it has to offer is it does give kind of some kind of psychological if solace. You go the chase death and you will die. Yeah, or you'll you're just setting yourself up for like potential problems. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. A lot of people like to live that live on the edge like that, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know what to say, they do. Like to live on the edge. I think that's a little problematic. Indeed it is. Potentially. I don't think it's in the Bible to take risks. Unless it pertains to faith. Faith faith is something you can take risks in. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that was the only thing that God actually takes pleasure in, according to the scripture, is that is people's faith, people stepping out and putting themselves in risky situations. Yeah. For the sake of faith. And depending on him. Yep. That's the only thing that really, like, it's not even our obedience, like, to being pure or anything. It's, like, faith. That's what really God likes, is, like, when we engage, when he puts us in those situations where... We have to... Well, shit, I feel like I'm stuck in that situation. Yep, and you could be. I don't know when it's gonna end, but I don't feel bad. That's good. You just embrace it and accept it. That's good. That's yeah. the first step to life. Oh, yeah, dude. I... If... If this is God's Punishment, I accept. Well, it might never, you don't know if it's punishment or not. It might just have been a part of your own folly. Yeah. As a human being. Yeah, yeah, like dr- I said earlier, like you're blacked out drunk and... Yeah, as a drunk bastard. Very well could be, yeah. I mean, you just really okay. just don't know. Man, I wish I go back that night... Make your home and marry Haley like a week. That's where we were at. We were so close. No way, man. Yeah, so close. Of course. We just, that's just the way and things are. Bam. That's just the way things are. Like, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you get so close to something and then just like it's 
withheld from you. Yeah. And we had an apartment together. Yeah. She was Christian, and I know that. Not just professed. Mm-hmm. True Christian and a good woman. I, but she was kind of stupid on a surface level. She's really smart, but kind of stupid on the surface. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't handle it. We got into fights <laughs> fight all the time because she was just saying stupid shit. I'll get pissed. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to get pissed. That That's right. You try not to. I mean, in all situations, try not to get pissed. Yeah. If you can, it's easier said than done. But... Uh, no doubt lost it, though. <laughs> Probably so, but doesn't mean there can't be another. You never know. Oh, I know, I know there can be another. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens for us here in the future. Uh-huh. I believe that we're headed towards a, uh, a system where there isn't going to be relationships. Cataclysmic emotional shift in, G- in Could society. Could be. Pro- Cataclysmic. Perpetuated by the second coming of Christ and God's judgment of his Holy Spirit on the on the sea and the, the masses of people uh-huh. oh, you never know man nobody saw coronavirus coming either yeah yeah like week yep next thing you know blindside oh that's what I was thinking of blindsiders that was like a, one of my uh, words I came up with yesterday, blindsiders. <laughs> People just blindside you with like some stupid shit. <laughs> you know, they're blindsiders. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Well, it was like whatever. I mean, it's like coronavirus was a blindsiding well, experience, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, boom, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty much a fucking slap in the face. Yeah, it was a bitch slap in the face for sure. To everybody. From fucking China. Yeah, and the U.S. interconnected with it because they were, with Hunter Biden, like, interconnected. The Bidens connected with China. You know, so they were all, like, in my opinion, like, in accord with this, like, coronavirus releasing, and they had the right, proper, like, way of dealing with it here in the U.S., just like, you know. Hey, that's really interesting. The Bidens came into power right when coronavirus hit. They did. 
Imagine that, huh? And their bank accounts loaded with Chinese money. Yep. And Donald Trump was, like, done away with. Yeah. They, took a, they got rid of Donald Trump. Because yeah. Donald Trump was a, did not want to go along with their, their plans. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed Donald Trump did not want to go along with China. Yeah. So... So they did away with them. Yep, and they got they got people that were more reliable and that would follow suit. Joe Biden's just a fucking puppet. Yep, it's a Chinese puppet <laughs> in disguise. And pretty soon he's not gonna be able to move. He's so <laughs> fucking decayed, <laughs> degenerate, and decayed. <laughs> Joe Bidong. Yeah. Oh, one thing that I wanted to bring out that I saw on uh, the internet was that Kamala Harris has the lowest vice president ratings in history. Uh-huh. Right oh, man. Her ratings are at an all-time low. Like, and low. I know, I was just thinking, like, yeah, it's just... The whole administration is fucking fucked, dude. For being up there on the left-hand side... Yeah. Yep. That's where you fucking get. Yep. It's not good. It's not a good place, but... Fucker ratings. <laughs> it was not a very flattering picture that they used either when they, she was cam-whoring out <laughs> for the... For the photogs. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Not a very flattering picture. Not like the Clint Easton one she did for like Time Magazine or whatever, right when she got into office or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did like the Clint Eastwood kind of like fucking like, like face or whatever, like look. Uh-huh. It's like for people at Time Magazine or something because she's like all making history or whatever. Some impressive looking. Yeah, something just like iconic, you know. It's, yeah. Total camhorning and Go home, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, so she's kind of taking a turn for the worst here at the end of the uh, the end of the reign. The, of the Chinese of, reign. Of the term. The term, yes. Oh man, I, we need Trump back. <laughs> don't care about Trumpism. I need Trump back. You know, we will be in all this Chinese fucking shit. So I remember turning Chinese. If he was president. Yeah. Well, really, it's just, it's not Chinese. It's communism. That people who are really behind this whole situation is... The beasts. The beasts are behind communism. They're behind China. They're the kings of the earth. Should we name this episode Commies? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it yet, but... I think we've got some good points to make, though, in this. Made some good points. People weren't, didn't really consider.
Yeah, Pat Robertson also, he was uh, a 700 club uh, founded by Pat Robertson. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's... And I'm not even trying to necessarily talk bad about 700 club or Pat Robertson. I'm just merely saying that Pat Robertson's running for president caused Christians to become active in the Republican Party. And now... This is all led in the future, like 40 years later or whatever, to Trumpism. Because this is like continuously throughout the years, or the last 40 years since he ran for president. It's all just kind of gone this direction, you know, where Christianity has got involved, church and state has aligned church and state which I think is like antichrist <laughs> yeah I hate to say it no that's right in my opinion and so like what do you do well you gotta be an anarchist you gotta be like no I'm not going to align like the Jehovah's Witnesses the Jehovah's Witnesses are actually performing an act of anarchism in a sense by not voting not being a part of politics and the government Supporting yeah. it. Yeah. So, I can't say that I blame them. That kind of makes me want to look into it. Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah. It's, it's interesting stuff, but I mean, it's just like, ultimately, I don't believe in organized religion. Oh, yeah. You know, so. I'm kind of on the same page. I just don't like. See, that's what these organizations are. Yeah. It's all conformist. They just want conformists. Yeah, they just want people to, like, be another... Conform. Well, they want people to be another statistic in their ledger and then conform. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then go out and be a fundamentalist and... Get more. Get more adherence. And so it's just like, this is what it's about, you know? And it's just like, no, it's not really genuine in my opinion organized religion isn't genuine it's conformist it's like these people are trying to conform you to a certain way yeah and when we've been trying to bring the light on our podcast is that the way to heaven is the commandments all you need to do you want to get to heaven keep the commandments of God the ten commandments hold the testimony of Jesus believe in Jesus and strive to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And thou and God shall judge you based on how well you did that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Either you did that well, and you're going to make it into the New Jerusalem, or you didn't. The instructions for life. That was what I was trying to think of. Instructions for life? For the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. It is an instruction book for life and a perspective to take. If you will. 